What is going on, my fellow focused business owners or soon to be focused business owners? This is Yasin coming at you guys with another podcast episode. Hope you guys are doing absolutely phenomenal. The pod, the title of this podcast episode is Selling is Helping. And the reason it's titled that is because I was working on some absolutely bombing sales training for my clients today and it's absolutely fire i was just really really feeling it and there was something that i touched base on in the training that i felt would be extremely valuable for you guys out there to know and understand very intimately as well and the reason why it's so critical is because there's so many people out there whether that be a coach consultant trainer uh, course creator uh, expert uh, even people who are selling physical products there are so many entrepreneurs and business owners out there that feel icky about sales right and the reason that is is because at the end of the day we have all been raised and grew up in various different environments and a lot of people the the image that we are portrayed about what sales actually is is typically this high pressure environment right maybe even ourselves we have been in a situation where we felt like we were forced to purchase something or we felt like there was this awkward pressure and tension and so as a result that coupled with the idea of a used car salesman is typically what people see right like this guy who's just like really really trying to push somebody for something and then obviously also in our personal lives whenever you know our dad had this crazy idea or like you know our boyfriend or our husband or our wife or whoever it is in our life they came up with this idea and then all of a sudden they started talking at us rather than to us right they started trying to pitch us something that we we did not elicit them to give us permission to pitch us for. And so as a result, we start to all get this uh, feeling that, oh, sales is icky, I'm not a salesperson, I can't do sales. And it's so often that I hear this, and really at the end of the day, it is that belief that is gonna be holding you back as an entrepreneur because you have to correctly understand what sales is and what sales is not. And until you accept what it is and you have a proper understanding of sales, you're never actually going to properly grow your business as an entrepreneur, okay? And so the title of this podcast episode is Sales is Helping. Why is that the title of this podcast episode? Is because if you have a properly choreographed sales experience, right? Notice that I said it's a sales experience. It's not something that you just go to somebody random that you met on Facebook and you'll be like, hey, this is what I'm selling. Would you want to buy it, right? We don't want any of that. What we're talking about is that you're crafting an enjoyable experience for your prospects and for your uh, potential clients to be going through in order for them to actually come to a buying decision. And so if you are properly crafting a sales process, a choreographed experience, then what you're actually doing is that you're actually really just asking questions and you're qualifying the prospect or the potential buyer as to whether or not they actually have the need and the problem for which it is that you are selling them. And so the truth is that this whole idea of like, hey, here's a pen, and go and try to sell it to somebody off the street. That's not a real thing. Even if you go and listen to uh, Jordan Belfort, who in my opinion, he's one of the top sales guys of all time, uh, even though he has had some shady practices in the past, you know, obviously The Wolf of Wall Street was a movie that was made around his life. Uh, he's just an absolutely phenomenal sales guy. If you take away all the shady things that he does, he has some really, really core tenants about what he talks about. I remember he was asked about it in an interview once and he said, hey, can you, uh, here's a pen, can you try and sell it to me? He says, well, the truth is that if you don't have a need for a pen, then there's no way that I'm going to be able to sell it to you. Because at that point, what you're doing is that you're really just trying to sell somebody snake oil. You're trying to sell somebody and utilize all of these tactics for something that they don't actually have a need for. And so he admits himself, he says, you know, I've done these things in the past and that's unethical. And it's not the right thing to do. And so 
That's exactly what he has realized now is something that I've been telling my clients from the beginning of time that I've been training sales is that if you, you have to first be qualifying the prospect for if they have the problem for what it is that you solve, okay? And the only way to do that is by asking questions. And so truthfully, if you are doing sales properly, it should be in a question answer format in which honestly, you're not even doing a lot of the talking. You're asking some very, very specific, well-crafted questions that are getting the prospect and the buyer, the potential buyer, to understand why is it that they actually have the problem. And the reason why this is important is because deep down inside, we all know that we have, you know, whenever you get into a conversation with somebody who potentially has a solution, in the back of your head, you know that you have this problem. But the problem is that if you actually go ahead and uh, from the very beginning of the conversation, you get on a call with the prospect and you say, okay, hey, this is what I have to offer and uh, this is what it does and this is the price they're not gonna actually understand the value of what it is that you provide. Uh, they're gonna immediately see this price tag and they're gonna say, oh, no, 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 I don't want it, right? But the truth is that if you actually ask them questions to get from the back of their head, all of the deep emotional reasons why they have the problem, right? And honestly, you're asking some questions that they themselves may have never even thought of. I remember I was on a sales call a couple weeks ago and I asked the prospect, I asked her, um, what would you want to have happened 12 months from now? And she, she stepped back for a second and she said, whoa, that's a question that, Honestly, I've never even thought about. And so what you're actually doing when you're asking these well-crafted questions is you're getting the prospects to realize at the forefront of their mind, what is their problem? Why is it that they have that problem? What are What does a potential solution look like for that problem? And why is it such a big deal for them to even solve that problem? And so truthfully, what you're doing here is kind of like a therapy session. Sometimes I joke around when I get on calls with prospects. I'm like, hey, are you ready to go through a therapy session? And uh, they don't sometimes understand what I'm talking about. And that's really what it is, is that you're really doing a session for them to realize and to come to terms with why is it that they, it's important for them to actually solve that problem. And the reason why you have to be able to choreograph this experience throughout the entire sales conversation. And honestly, I can record a whole nother podcast episode about how really the choreography of the sales process starts way before before you even get on the call with the prospect, but that's a whole nother topic. What we're talking about here is specifically inside of the sales conversation and choreographing that. The reason you do this and you ask these questions to bring this to the forefront of the mind is because of the fact that when you get to the close, right? When you get to the part where you're actually pitching and then you're actually getting to the close towards the end of the sales conversation, you need to be able to have some sort of ammunition to be able to pull back from when somebody starts to kind of get a little bit scared when they see a price tag. Because the truth is that most people, um, I mean, unless you're, I mean, for me, like whenever I get into a sales conversation, I love to be able to spend money on solving my problems. But the truth is that most people who are maybe even in a B2B environment, a B2C environment, they see a price tag and they just lose their minds. They have no idea how to even be able to interpret that. And so what you're gonna end up seeing is that when you present a price, the prospect is actually going to start to get so nervous that they even forget what it is that they told you earlier. And I've seen this so many times in beginner salespeople and beginner entrepreneurs, they see that and they try to meet this logically with the person, right? They're like, uh, yeah, but uh, you know, the price is $3,000. And then the person's like, oh no, I wanna think about it. But like, well, wait a second, you just told me 10 minutes ago, you don't wanna think about it, like you're ready to go. And then they start going into this fist fight with the prospect. No, 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 that is a, typical newbie salesperson that doesn't understand the sales process and they don't understand the sales psychology. Because what ended up happening was that the prospect saw the price tag and they started to lose their mind. They started to lose their bearings. They started to kind of get a little bit freaked out because they were actually going to have to make a decision. 
And so that is completely normal. So if you try and get into a fist fight with the prospect, then you've already lost because as soon as you get out of rapport in the sales conversation, then at that point you've already lost the conversation and it's become a fight all of a sudden. And this is exactly why all of those people who debate, right? Those people who kind of stand on the corners of campuses and university and try to like convince people why their faith or their religion or their ideology or their polit political stance is correct. That's why nobody actually ends up convincing anybody is because the truth is that when you get into a fist fight argument with somebody in a persuasion uh, environment, it's not gonna happen by you fighting with the person. It's gonna happen by you working with the person, by you actually having rapport with the person, by you actually building a relationship and a bridge of communication. And so what you have to be able to do is you just have to nicely nudge them into reminding them all of the things that they talked about earlier in the conversation. And so imagine, if this is the state of mind that the prospect is in where they're starting to lose their mind when they see the price tag and you just spent 20, 30, 40 minutes talking to them about their pain problem and you know why it's so important, imagine if you had just tried and tell them the price without even going through that process. You would have obviously lost the sale, right? And so you go through the process, 20, 30 minutes, you kind of go into their why, you kind of go into their situation, their problem, their desired situation, all of that. You reveal the price, you go into the, the, the pitch, right, obviously, and then you go to the close. And then what you do is you just gently nudge and remind them about why, why is it so important for them to actually make that decision. And so this is really the crux of this, today's podcast episode is that selling at the end of the day, persuasion at the end of the day, what you are doing, given the fact, there's a prerequisite here, given the fact that you actually have conviction in being able to help this person. Because if you are trying to use these tactics of persuasion, if you're trying to use these skill, this, these strategies of sales and this sales psychology to try and sell something that you know is not gonna be working, then that's shame on you for actually trying to do that, okay? So this is all I'm talking about above board if you are actually convicted and ethical about what it is that you are selling. If you are convicted on that, then you have a moral obligation to try and help this person get out of their own way. Because what is stopping them from changing their life? What is stopping them from changing the, their, their organization? What is stopping them from changing their business? If you're in the, in, the, in the family space of helping you know, families with communication, maybe with divorce, if you're in the health space with helping people with their weight, what is stopping them from actually changing their life, changing their health, changing their family, changing their business, changing their organization, whatever niche or industry that you are in? What is stopping them from making that transformation is themselves. And so what you are doing in a properly crafted, choreographed sales process and experience is that you are helping the prospect get out of their own way so that way they can make the decision to actually change their life. Now, somebody who really doesn't like sales might actually play devil's advocate here and say, okay, Yasin, well, why, wouldn't I, why would I wanna charge somebody? Why does it have to be that in order to help somebody, I have to charge them money? And the truth for that is because those who pay, pay attention. The bottom line is that if you have ever tried to help anybody out for free, just imagine when you tried, when you got really passionate about what it is that you do to help other people with, and you tried to help your friends, your family, your, you know, your close family members, how many of them actually got results? Truth is probably none of them. And the reason being is because they were not invested. If there is no skin in the game, if there, no, if there is no investment, then nobody's going to take it seriously. And so that is why it's a moral obligation on you to make sure that you are actually charging something that it is worth because those who pay, pay attention. And those who pay more, pay more attention. 
Because the truth is that I'm telling you, I've seen this all day long. When people actually pay in full for their program, they actually stay committed to their program and they actually get better results. Versus what I found is that those people who are like, oh, I wanna do a payment plan. Oh, I'm not sure. I wanna be one foot in, one foot out. They're always the people who whenever you tell them to take action on changing their life, changing their business, whatever it is, they're like, oh, let me think about that. And they also always do the actions with one foot in, one foot out as well. And so that really is the bottom line and that is the belief that you have to develop as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, is that at the end of the day, sales is helping. And the only way that you can help them change their life is that if you are able to help them remove themselves from themselves, from their own path. And how you are doing that is utilizing these strategies of persuasion and really allowing them to come to the forefront of their mind why it's so important for them, how it's going to change their life. All of the things that you do in your well-crafted choreography, those are the things that are absolutely critical for you to do because sales is helping and that is the conviction that you have to come with. That is what you have to bring even before the call. You want to remind yourself through testimonials, through client results, like, hey, what it is that we do actually changes lives. There are men and women out there that will be forever grateful for what it is that we do. And that is the conviction that you have to bring to the table every single time because sales at the end of the day is helping and that is how you're gonna actually go out there and make the impact and the freedom that you want, not only for yourself, but also for your clients and making the transformation for whatever it is that you help other people do. So this is what I wanted to uh, kind of make this podcast episode about is really breaking any false beliefs that anybody out there might be having regarding sales and really, really, really just doubling down on becoming a better salesperson because that is what's going to allow you to actually be able to coach and transform other people's lives. So that's the podcast episode for today. Let me know if you guys found value in this and I will talk to you guys in the next one. This is your guy Yasin checking out. Talk to you guys soon.